Hi, and welcome to the Persephone program number two, which is coming to you from the 10th of February in 2020. And it's going to be a bit of a short one today because I am still in the throes of both being really busy with clients, so thank you for that, and doing some writing and getting ready for my mother's memorial coming up. Um, one of two different memorials we're going to have for her. We're going to have a bigger one in May, which will be for everyone. So anybody that wants to be a part of that, that may have known her in May, I'll give you details later. But we're doing a small family one. And I had to do a little bit of writing for that too. But I am working on a writing project. And as you may or may not know, I am not a writer. So it's challenging. It's challenging to write um, as I haven't been trained as a writer and it's not necessarily easy for me. That must be because I have Saturn and Chiron in my third house Um, and I have Uranus and Pluto and Mars in my ninth. So there's a lot of energy around communicating definitely and writing, but it is really hard. And um, I really have a lot of admiration Um, and envy for those of you where, you know, that find that that's like the easiest thing for them, for you to do. But regardless, I have a story and I have a story that I want to tell and I'm going to tell it in part through the lens of astrology. So part astrology uh, workbook, part astrology sort of textbook, um, and part story about my life. And I'd like to share a little bit with you today. And I'd love to hear back from you what you think. Um, Definitely want you guys to be, whoever's listening, to be a little bit of a critical uh, ear for me. So I'm going to call on the people that listen to my podcast to give me some insight as to whether or not you like the story, whether it's interesting to you, um, whether you relate to it. Uh, And I have it set up according to the astrological signs. So here's a little bit of it for you. Um, Part one, uh, Aries, I am. I think that the beginning of a story is extremely important. Perhaps the most essential part of a story's success. It's where the storyteller creates a hook or personal connection with the reader or listener so that they can engage them in committing to the unfoldment of the story. It's the call to adventure, as articulated by the great Joseph Campbell, whose essays and writings illustrated the monomyth of our human experience through the world's folklore, myth, and religion. In natal astrology, the start of the story as the moment of birth is most beautifully displayed within the construct of the chart wheel, A circle with a cross in the middle, 12 natural houses aligned to begin with the vernal equinox, the beginning of Aries, and the new astrological year. This is the ascendant, or cusp of the first house of the zodiac. To determine yours, use the time of birth to find the position of the sun rising on your birthday. It is your very first statement, saying, I am. I have Capricorn on the ascendant or rising, the natural house of Aries. A first child, I was born under a full moon just 18 minutes after sunrise on December 28, 1966. 
According to my mother, it was a bit of a difficult birth, which isn't surprising with Saturn ruling my chart. He seems to often create challenges to overcome wherever he is placed. Apparently, I was sideways in utero, and it took several tries to reposition me, as well as a pair of forceps, to move my body into position and extract it from the comfort of the watery womb. A first challenge, indeed. An interesting exercise I've used, and I recommend you do too, is to meditate on your moment of birth, to creatively envision the experience from your current place of being. I imagine the morning as bright, a sunny, classic California winter day. Blue skies, cold, but very clear. I imagine my mother tired and semi-drugged in the style of the time, but also exuberant. My father and grandparents banished to the hospital's waiting room, eagerly awaiting the beginning of the next new role of their lives. I see the moon full in the sky above, placed in the sign of cancer, a benevolent goddess providing domestic harmony, for a time at least. Early photos of my life show a glamorous young couple with their smiling infant, happy, glowing. My father, the young gallant, an Aries ascendant, Mars ruled, draped protectively, arms draped protectively across his wife and child. It's really interesting that my very first memory of my father is as a Prince Charming in medieval costume, dressed up with my mother, who, as a Native American maiden, was a part of a major Halloween party. It seemed the perfect apparel for my father, as at that time he seemed everything that a young knight should be, beautiful, powerful, adventurous, principled, ready for a great quest. Mom used to have funny little stereotypical phrases for all the astrology signs. Quick little shorthand into the ironic essence of the style of the seasons we're all born into. Quote unquote, arrogant Aries asshole was cheerfully sing-songed into conversation whenever possible. And it was often possible with an Aries rising father, an Aries son brother, and later mom's Aries boyfriend in the mix. She'd often laugh at Aries' complete self-absorption and egoic certainty. Her own descendant was Aries, and she did truly love their adventurous, energetic, and self-oriented focus, so different from her own careful, balanced, and removed one. My own charts, I see, that is, the imum coli, Latin for bottom of the sky, or the fourth house cusp, is Aries 23 degrees. The IC and MC, the bottom and top of that cross in the middle of your chart, describe your quote unquote roots and wings, where you've come from, your family ancestry foundation versus your vocation, career, direction. They also can be used to describe the parental unit with the hidden or passive parent at the bottom and the active one at the top. It's an amazing fact that my father's ascendant exactly conjuncts my IC. It's right on top of it. And my mother's my MC. Exactly. Take a look at your own. Could your parents be described by the qualities on them? Do your parents' planets or angles of their charts hit these points? Less than 16 months after my birth, my brother Matt was born. 
smack in the middle of Aries season. Three planets in Aries, a young warrior with a head full of bright yellow hair, brilliant, ungovernable, always moving. He was the boy who'd always get into fights at school, later forging a deep camaraderie with his opponent. I always think of Lancelot for Ares, or the character of Arya in Game of Thrones. Dedicated to their driving passions or inspiration, action-oriented leaders, but more importantly oriented to leading themselves into directions, inspired by their inner calls. Not all Ares are necessarily overtly assertive, but wherever you have Ares by planetary placement or house rulership, you'll need to be your own captain your own knight, a warrior, to be a leader and to be brave enough to go your own way. So, my little Aries brother and I were joined by another sibling, my brother Josh, in 1970. This is the time of Chiron and Aries. Great strides were made in the late 60s and 70s in individual and civil rights. Young people, governed by Aries Mars, organized, marched, and generally generally rebelled against the establishment. Tremendous social progress was made. Against the exciting backdrop of major astrological collective energies like Chiron and Aries, my Aries ascendant father and Aries descendant mother split. Ostensibly so my dad could pursue Arian adventures beyond familial responsibility. In fact, Dad was a yacht racer, a sea captain, and a smuggler, which I'll get into more later. But for now, it's 1973, and we're living in the mountains of Santa Cruz in a communal home our mother has named Rancho Wombo. A huge mid-century ranch home at the end of a private road in the middle of a redwood forest. Our new home was a virtual paradise for both us kids and the grumps, which is the extended family of friends and relatives who now all lived with us. But what I most remember about this time was the freedom and creativity of both the lifestyle and its inhabitants, or the inhabitants of our little community. Literally everyone was young and gorgeous, dressed in the creative hippie styles of the day. We had our own rock and roll band, the Feltones, rehearsing in the studio. We had photographers, dope dealers, artists. In this part of my life, my impatient Aryan father left, not to be heard from for five years. Odysseus in his travels. A sad story for my brothers and I, yet this time in our lives was idyllic. The sign of Aries is the beginning of spring and its mode of expression active cardinal, as we say in astrology. It describes youth and initiations, the renewal of life, the thrust of growth, and inspired first action. So that's the beginning of something that I'm writing. And it's going to be a book. It's going to have exercises. It's going to have stories from my life, and a lot of them. It's going to be set up according to the signs of the zodiac and the planets. And I'm going to talk through kind of like my own experiences in astrology and give you guys opportunities for you to learn astrology through examples of my life and also little exercises like the one I gave you about the moment of birth and various others to get you to feel closer 
to astrology and possibly maybe even to me through telling my story. So um, would love to hear back from you guys and hear what you think and how you like some of that and what more you'd like to hear about and whether or not you felt that like the astrology lesson mixed in with my personal story was whether it worked. So send me a message at on Instagram at myprentice or you can email me michelle.prentice at gmail.com or wherever, whatever, however way you want to do it, you can do it. Facebook, blah, 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 blah. But I definitely want to hear from you. Um, because there is a really voracious audience for astrology right now. And I want to try and originally tell you how to look back or look into your life um, through it. So I think this is an interesting way to do it. And um, I hope you appreciate it. And I appreciate you for listening. So definitely want to hear from you. So let me know if there's anything I can do for you. And um, otherwise, I'll be back next week with probably I'm going to stay every two weeks posting a little podcast and it'll be more about what's happening in the world, astrology. I might read to you a little bit more from what I'm writing. Um, But remember, you were made for these times as difficult as it is. um, Cycles are ending and new cycles beginning this year. So whatever you have been living with from an astrological standpoint, uh, it's time for the emergence of the new. So really holding space for letting go of what has been happening is essential right now and opening up to something new. So I appreciate you listening and please let me know. I want to hear from you. Bye.